I'll be honest with you, rodeo season is about to kick off, and I am not a rodeo guy, uh, but I do like good cowboy boots. And Tacovas, well, they're all about rodeos, but you know what else they're about? Rock and roll. My best friend is a rock and roller. He's a guitarist. He wears these boots. It's awesome. Tacovas believes in Western for all, and you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. Offer to boot shine and drinks, yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that'll make your boots truly one of a kind. Look up your closest store on Tacovas.com. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And Point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use the code TRUCKS at checkout. That's T-R-U-C-K-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter the code TRUCKS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas, Only at Tacovas.com. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. On this episode of TFL Talking Trucks podcast, we're at Tumbleweed Ranch, and this episode is dedicated to our favorite, one of our most favorite pickup trucks. And part of the reason why is because this big old Ram has been with us for about two years. Yes, so this is our kind of two-year review. We want to share with you guys what is it like to own a brand new Cummins for over two years now. Mm -hmm. um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We also did a lot of modifications to this truck, and we also have like 26,000 miles on this truck. Which for us is quite a bit, and bear in mind those are very hard miles. <laughs> because it's done I gauntlets, it's done zero to sixties, drag racing, it's done trailer zero to sixties while towing. It went to Moab, it went to Arizona, it I don't know where it hasn't it gone. Basically underwater. It's the only place it hasn't gone, right. at least uh, physically. Um, a couple things that you guys should know is that we're going to be talking to uh, our buddies, um, Patreon, because we have quite a few people who have uh, supported us. Thanks. Also, in this video, we are going to take this for a little drive at Tumbleweed Ranch off-road. Yes, and thank you um, for mentioning Patreon, because patreon.com slash tflcar is our only page where you guys can support us, but also a page where you can see previews of our videos uh -huh. and also communicate with us. Send us comments or questions or whatever. Recently, this last week, Brett Russell uh, donated and helped us out there, Adam Roscoe and Oliver Glazer. I think I got those names right. They sounded perfect, my friend. Now, for those of you who are listening to the podcast itself, we are standing 
right by our barn. Roman hates it when we call it that. It's our newest garage. Yes. Uh, where we keep a lot of our vehicles for long term. Um, this is basically, this being the Ram, has been an inhabitant of this ranch for the past year and change. It's pretty much lived up here, am I correct? Yeah, in fact, um, that's the reason primarily for purchasing this truck. Um, I actually wasn't around, I think I was on a trip. This was February 26-ish mm -hmm. or so, late February of 2022. Roman and Tommy went out and they, they saw this at the, at the dealership and they wanted to purchase it because of Tumbleweed Ranch, right? We were building a lot of buildings, like you mentioned, uh -huh. our new barn and garage. We were doing other work, like clean cleaning up different buildings. Uh -huh. And we wanted a heavy duty truck that could haul a lot of weight and also tow a lot of trailers. And that's exactly what this has been doing. But in addition, um, and, and keep this in mind, when Roman and Tommy initially were looking for this, they were looking for the least expensive Ram they could find that had four wheel drive, that had the large cab and had the diesel. Yes. Right. So this isn't, unfortunately they couldn't find that particular truck. They had to go a couple steps above in order to get this one. So let's describe it. Let's walk around. Yeah. So um, like you said, it's a full crew cab. Uh, it's standard bed. So this bed on this um, heavy duty 2500 is about six foot four inches. Um, they also built that eight foot bed, obviously. This is not it. Uh, we wanted something a little bit more manageable for because our office is in the city, yep. right? So we do want to drive into the city once in a while. But primarily, this is a working truck at the ranch. This is also a big horn. Like you said, we wanted a tradesman. We wanted something super, super affordable. <laughs> But slim pickings, exactly. this was during COVID. Yes, exactly. So this was a weird time. It was a weird time. So we had to take what we could get and then mold it into what we really wanted. And that is a, basically what you're able to see here. And for those of you, once again, who are listening, what we're looking at here is a fairly modified, very beefy looking Ram 2500. Yeah. And by the way, everybody who sees this truck always says, oh, you guys put it on 35s, how nice. Uh, but no. these are 37s. And the reason why it's a little bit deceiving is because how big this truck is. And also these uh, wheel flares mm -hmm. um, that I think are, well, I think are pretty attractive, make the truck look big and it kind of hides the size of the tire a little bit. Yeah, you really can't tell until you're next to it how big it really is. Yeah. And, or when we, put this truck up against other trucks that are a factory with tires, they tend to be, well, frankly, not as beefy looking as this. That's one thing I really do like is the way this stance and the way it looks. I just think it's fantastic to look at. And I know in tuning our own horn based on what this is, but this truck has been, for the most part, excellent. Not everything is perfect and we're gonna cover that as well. Oh yeah, there's a few bad and ugly things. Yeah. Um, let's walk around this way because my laptop is over there. Okay. Uh, because we kept this truck basically stock for almost a year. Yep. Uh, because we wanted to put it through its paces. We do that to every pickup truck at TFL. And um, we've done several eye gauntlets with it when it was stock because mm -hmm. it's not really fair testing it like this, right? No, it, it changes everything. Yeah. Right. It changes payload capability, towing capabilities. It changes many, many different things. So here, I wanted to show you really quick. Hopefully you could see this. And we can show some B-roll as well. 
So this is Roman in February picking up the truck. Um, this is us, uh, Mr. Truck and I, uh, on the iGauntlet. By the way, dude, on the iGauntlet, zero brake applications when this truck was stuck, towing a Black Series. Remember the, that off-roady camper? That giant camper, yeah. Um, so that camper did what didn't weigh a tremendous amount, but it was beefy and large. It was about, what, 8,000 pounds? There's a lot of drag with that thing. And it had, yeah, tandem axles, giant off-road tires. Very square. And very square. So that performance of 6.1 MPG on the way up was one of the more efficient. This truck is actually remarkably efficient for what it is. Considering the amount of heavy towing that we've done with it, uh, both with its standard tires and wheels and then lifted with these big chunky ones, it's proven to be a lot more efficient than we anticipated, I think. And here's our philosophy for buying and owning trucks, right? We want to buy something, like this year we bought the Toyota Tacoma, right? A right. brand new vehicle. We want to do as many videos and as many stories as possible. But when the audience gets, when you, when you guys are getting tired of it, we want to move it on, right? Yep. But we haven't moved this on. <laughs> well, I th and part of the reason why is exactly what we illustrated earlier, is the fact that this is a very useful truck for our current needs. So we do need a truck that can go and do serious off-roading if necessary. This has to be able to tow an old Russian van to the middle of the worst highway on the planet yes. near the border of Mexico mm -hmm. and come back in one piece, yes. especially dragging that absolutely horrible van with it. Why horrible? Because it barely made it. Okay. Yeah. And so this truck has saved our butts several times and it's proven to be rock solid with reliability. Yes. Absolutely. Never let us turn it. Let me pop the hood yep. so we can look at this. If we could reach over and <laughs> no, see seriously. it. Let's, let's look with, at the... With the lift and everything else, if you're uh, under six feet, you're going to have a hard time go seeing up and over um, what's going on here. So uh, a couple things. First of all, we have not changed anything with the powertrain whatsoever. The engine, the transmission are completely stock. We haven't added anything to them or anything else. Oh, boy. I think a view from the side would be better. So cameraman Cole is going to have to go on his tippy toes just to see what's in there. Or maybe a ladder. Can we get him a ladder? Come on, he's not that short. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so here, Ram is actually doing something um, distinct and unique. Is because if you look at GM and Ford, they tend to have the same kind of horsepower outputs mm. of their diesel engines in their 2,500 trucks and also the 3,500 trucks. Right. Uh, Ram is doing something different because this is the standard output engine that's generally available in this 2500 series. Mm -hmm. But when, then when you step up to the 3500 one tons, uh -huh. you get the high output Cummins and a different transmission. So they kind of differentiate between their 25s and 35s. Yeah, well, there's another thing that makes them very different is that all the competitors in terms of their diesel powertrains, they're all V8 diesels. And this is the Trade X? That's exactly it. Yeah. So, like you said, we didn't, we didn't tune this truck. Nope. <laughs> we didn't delete this truck. <laughs> we didn't do anything like that. There's no propane that's, you know, hooked up to it to help. No water injection. Nothing like that no, at all. Yeah. So, the power levels are stock, and the transmission is the 68 RFE. The transmission itself has a poor um, reputation, I would say. Allison branded? No, it's it's Rams. It's, oh, it's, it's Rams in-house. Yeah. yeah. The, the Isen is the different one. That's what the is the, the high output. But the 68 RFE doesn't have a super great history where it came from. Hmm. But like you said, we had zero problems with this truck. We towed a lot of stuff with this. Yeah. And it's done, and off-roading has not been 
you know, nice to this truck at all, especially going up and over large rocks and all the other strain that we're putting on it. Yeah, in fact, even like Alex and Case, they had to move uh, motorcycles from here to Los Angeles, yep. which is what, 1,100 miles or mm -hmm. so? Yep, each one. And, and they've used this truck a lot, several times. That's why all the mile, most of the miles is a lot of highway towing and highway driving. Now, the, let me add to that, Frankie the Wonder Dog, that's Alex's dog, <laughs> Yes. drove with them, right? Yes. And he was the most comfortable he's ever been. And both Alex and Case agree that this truck after we did all these modifications, has a fantastic ride. We've driven this thing cross country. Yeah. It's got a great ride. Um, I think that the modification, we were smarter about the modifications we did to this truck than we have been with other trucks that we've owned. That's for damn sure. Yeah, so let's start. Uh, how about we start at the back of the with truck? With the newest uh, thing and then work our way forward. Yes, okay. let's, that let's good. do that. Let, let's walk this way. Shall we? Uh, oh, okay. you, you're reciting Aerosmith, I love it. Walk this way. There you go. Don't delay. No, okay. that's not the right. Okay, wrong lyrics. So <laughs> this is our newest and probably our last modification on this truck. And this is an AEV bumper that we put on, what, about a month ago? Yeah, you went out to Fort Collins, right? Mm -hmm. That's that. right. And this bumper was put on here specifically to make this truck a little bit more off-road capable and to balance out the fact that the front end has already been done, we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. And we've actually, by putting this on here, have made it a little bit more off-road capable with more goodies that we can use. One of the things that was changed is right here. Yes. And for those of you who are listening, it's the exhaust. Now the exhaust used to be plumbed a little bit closer to the tire, but lower, much lower. And that could get caught up when you were you know, going over a final obstacle, right? So what they did is they cut it and they replaced it with a different um, component. Yeah, so, but they didn't replace the muffler or the resonator. No, 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 no none of that. Okay. Just the pipe itself and the direction in which it comes out because now it sits nestled right underneath a bar yes. that goes around it to protect it because we at TFL are known for squishing exhausts when we're going over various, um, uh, obstacles. For sure. We've, we've come out with a couple oval-shaped exhaust pipes um, more than once. And AV, American Expedition Vehicles, I right. mean, they're known for heavy-duty components like this. Um, and just, just shaking the truck, I mean, this is such a heavy bumper and really like tied into the frame and you could put pretty much but did they say you could put a lot of weight, like almost yes. the entire truck's weight on Pretty this Pretty much bar? you said you could, you could sandwich right on there and you would be okay. Yeah. But in addition, they also have these components here. Now, what's really interesting about um, these uh, points, which are, you know, obviously for hooking up if you're off-road or whatever, and you need to um, put a clip on here, the way they're designed, the thickness of it means that you have a certain size that you can use and a certain size you can't use. So if you're using something that is... Like a shackle too big or too small? If, if, it, if the shackle's too small, it will not fit on there. And that yeah. was done on purpose because they don't want you using something substandard that will snap. This is built to hold an excessive amount of weight. Um, they also had to change a few things here. Uh, Andre, they, that's including you know all of your input for uh, your trailer. Um, that's been moved. It's right next to the license plate. And then the opposite side, which is interesting, a brand new light shining onto the license plate that they put in here. And then they still have some other uh, spots where you can put in additional components. That's including this spot here, where you could put in uh, reverse aftermarket lights. 
Um, but, but they right, put reflectors in, which they I kind of like. Yes, I, I do like too. This. Actually, I think it looks fantastic. Yeah. The cool part is, is that AEV, and we are working with them, bear in mind, guys, but I will say this, and I have said it before, the way they design their components really does look like it comes out of the factory with the truck itself. Yeah, the quality is really amazing. And also the backup sensors are integrated. They are fully so, integrated. So you're not losing any functionality. There are no error codes inside the truck. Correct the mundo. Um, so that's really good. We kept our two and a half inch receiver. Obviously, that's mm -hmm. still there. Um, this truck is ready to tow upwards of 20,000 pounds when it's stock. Yep. So it's probably a little bit less now. Yeah, we've taken a little bit away, and that's tires and suspension, amongst yeah. other things that we've done. All right, so we worked with many partners, like you said. AV is one of them. Uh -huh. But you can see here in the, inside the bed, we have a fifth wheel slash gooseneck hitch installed. This was a Mopar accessory, and I specifically went with Mopar because... Obviously, Stellantis, right? Right. right. Um, so it's actually made to fit the truck. It's designed to carry all the loads that, and they also gave us, not gave us, but uh, they also offer um, a fifth wheel receiver. So if you have a fifth wheel trailer, you can actually hook it up right here. Big old chunky receiver back yeah. here. And one of the attributes to having a relatively short bed pickup truck in this case is that when we do hook up to a uh, gooseneck, that we have some clearance in the back and we're lessening the possibility of rubbing against the trailer when we're doing hard turns. Yeah, but here's a negative, uh -huh. right? So the bed length. Yeah. Bed length is a negative. So uh, GM, the new generation of GM heavy duties, right. have a bed length that's about six foot, 10 inches. The new Fords, actually for a while now, their length is like six foot, eight inches. Mm -hmm. This is a six four. So if you do have a giant, fifth wheel trailer and you're making a tight turn it could come in contact with this that's cab. the negative side right yes yeah. so i i would wish remember we just did a story about is ram redesigning their heavy duty trucks uh -huh. so if they are i really wish that would give it a slightly longer bed like ford and general, general yeah. motors yeah gotcha I, right? I would i would i would go for that because we did a fifth wheel trailer video mm -hmm. uh wait a minute okay guys uh, you're in for a Model T. Is that a Model T? Yeah, in the distance, if you heard that horn, okay. that's Tommy. He was pulling up in the Model T, but we'll feature him in a different video. Or maybe feature him in this podcast if he pulls up, but, but that's a whole different story. If he manages to pull up. Okay, so let's keep going. Yeah. By the way, they also um, installed trailer wiring inside the bed. Mm -hmm, which is great so, to have. Um, actually, this placement of it is not maybe super, super great. Where would the, you prefer it? Uh, inside the wall here okay so because it's a little back. bit exposed it's a little bit exposed here but we've never had a problem right uh, so far okay so that's one thing now let's move on to well we might as well cover the suspension so, yeah, let's, and the let's, tire and, and wheel let's start talking about suspension um if you kind of lean in here you can see the performance fox shocks okay well explain what those are to the people who are listening Yes, so when choosing a suspension, you have to be very careful, right? Yep. Because there are many choices. Anywhere from really affordable choices to insanely expensive yep. suspensions, right? So we kind of went middle of the road, but we um, partnered with Fox and BDS. First of all, BDS suspension lifts and Fox are now the same company. Ah. Um, I really, we kind of really wanted to not piecemeal it from different companies, right? Mm -hmm. But actually use the same company um, for this. And we kept, if you look down here, if you can look at the spring, so this truck is equipped with coils, right? Yeah. 
The coils are the same from the factory. Okay. There's a little spacer that was added to give it a small lift, not a huge one, because you know, when trucks come from the factory, the rear ends are usually taller than the front. Yeah, uh, that's for towing and payload. Yeah, so uh, this kit was designed, this BDS kit we used, was designed to level out the truck. Right. So it looks level, and it does look level. Uh, yeah. Um, so in the front though, it's a different story because we have to do more work in the front. Uh, but before you get there, there's one thing you're missing. That's from Mopar as well. Ah, uh, ramp step. Yep. And normally I don't like steps on trucks. Yes. This works because this truck is really high off the ground. Well, look at I, me. And I have the stubbiest legs uh, amongst the taller people at TFL. And without this step, it would be a real pain to get into the truck. And even with my giraffe legs, uh, I still appreciate this, mm -hmm. right? So look, I mean, if I didn't have this, Look at how high I would yeah. have to put my leg. Yeah, that's so, uh, so this this is really helpful. They are helpful and they are used all the time, even though they were still dirty the inside of your pants when it's snowing outside. And actually, you know, I was talking to Alex and Case about this. Uh -huh. They kind of made fun of me for this step because it doesn't completely match like the AV components on the Yeah, I on, would agree. But I mean maybe in the future we could replace it with more of a slider, but I like the convenience of this step. For now, it's doing its job, and we've already we banged it more than once, like really hard on uh, obstacles that we've gone over just recently, too. Um, and I'm going to bring up that recent Moab trip in a, just a little bit because there's a negative that we noticed at that trip as well. But let's continue on to the front end. Yeah, so near the end of this podcast episode, we'll drive this truck uh -huh. at Tumbleweed Ranch here uh, because there may be an issue. Mm-hmm. Well, let's continue. There may be an issue. Yeah. So now we're at the front of the vehicle and um, it's a, a different story here. Yeah. So Fox, you see the remote reservoir. So Fox shock right there, two and a half inch body. There is a large reservoir and notice how it fits. Everything looks almost factory, mm -hmm. right? So the Fox shocks are adjustable. Let me show you this little clicker so you can adjust for uh, slow speed um, shock movement and fast speed shock movement. And so it becomes kind of a dual purpose, mm -hmm. right? When you're towing, you want your shocks a little stiffer yeah. to handle the loads and the sway. When you're off-road, you don't want them stiffer. No, you, you want you them want softer. To, yeah, and Roman likes them softer all the time. Yes. I'm well, not even trying to be funny. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, it, but it's, it's true. It is funny. Um, and this truck's performance when you play with that does change. Now, here's the thing. You have to adjust this outside. You can't adjust it from inside the truck like some other setups. Yeah, it's yeah. not a TRX. No. <laughs> no, but there's some shock systems out there that I sure. believe you can buy aftermarket yeah. that you can adjust inside the truck. By the way, for those of you who are listening, I'm hanging out with my favorite, favorite part of the whole truck, the mirror. The I miss mirror? these, yeah, because they fold. I don't know, I just, manually? Yeah, manual fold, man. You know, Man is the first part of manual, and they are manly. Look at that. I kind of like the new Ram mirror blah, blah, better. Blah, 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 blah. I like the new one better. All right. Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> Do you like the older style mirror like this uh, or the newer style? I like those uh, old mirror. ones. Okay, what can I say? Let's talk about the front end of the truck because this is the business end. Um, this was uh, several months ago that we replaced the regular bumper with this AEV off-road bumper that is winch capable it has a worn winch in it and it is um man it makes the truck i'm sorry it just does it's massive this bumper is massive like you said it changes the entire character of the truck mm -hmm. it's like 
you know, goatee versus clean shaven face. I mean, it's just macho. Let me tell you the one thing or that's- beard. That, a beard, beard is more macho. Okay. Um, so let me tell you the one thing that's a bit of a problem for those of you who are serious off-roaders who look at this and go, aha, there's a problem. And what? I would agree with you, approach angle. You lose a little bit of it with this because you have this whole setup right here for the winch, it jots out. I've seen some bumpers, new ones out there that really jot out, like stick out like three feet in front of Like the truck. a Jay Leno? Yeah, almost. like a full on chin. Yeah. And I still don't understand those. This one is a little bit more subdued by comparison, but it's still useful and we've but, used it. Yes, but we remedied the little bumper extension by lifting the truck. That's exactly, right. Yeah. So it's kind of the holistic I, approach. Well, that's the thing is that we sort of, you know, came back to equal, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there is a metal guard underneath, uh, so we do have armor, um, and we've used that as well. Yeah, and this is unique to, or I mean, this is something that AV does specially, right? Uh, we've talked to the CEO of AV, Dave Harriton, mm -hmm. and uh, you see how there's an intercooler here. So we don't want to affect any of the, you know, breathing of the truck, you know, its cooling capability. So you can actually protect it with this big cage and still have cooling. Uh, by the way, um, the springs up front, the coil springs up front, were extended. Yes. So that's about, I want to say about three inches or a little bit more of actual lift. And of course, but, after you put the big bumper on it. Exactly. We lost a lot of that. It squishes down a little bit more. But Obviously, I think now we're at a at parity where we're, we're just right between the amount of weight we've added to it and the amount of lift that we've given it. So we lost payload. Yes. That we lost. And some towing power. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean, easily you can see this bumper is heavier, right? Mm -hmm. And also the taller tire may affect that as well. And the softer suspension. Yeah. Went with KMC wheels. Uh, but, the, uh, you know, I really didn't want to do a 20, right? I'm glad you didn't. Uh, because you need sidewall. And this also makes this truck comfortable. It does. I mean, it really, if ride matters to you, having lots of sidewall can be helpful. And BFGs. These are KO2s. And these are snowflake rated. Um, these tires I have no complaints with. None whatsoever. I mean, they're relatively quiet and they're not super loud on the highway. They're comfy, like you said. Mm -hmm. And also, we didn't really affect the towing ability, I mean, towing feel of this truck. It's still rock solid with a trailer, which I love. We've towed a lot with this. You know, I'm starting to replay it in my head. Plus, this thing has been to Moab at least four times. And we recently off roaded it in Moab against the Ford Super Duty yep. and the GMC. And it kind of held its own. It more than held its own. Yeah. Really, really, it all comes down to the powertrain being a little primitive by comparison with these newer, you know, super Giant performing. V8s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it still did everything it was supposed to do. Yeah, the mileage wasn't quite as, you know, competitive. That was a surprise. Yeah, it was. Because we were uh, stacked up against the high output power stroke. Yeah. And also the current Duramax, the 6.6. And usually these Cummins engines are known to be very efficient. And they are, based on our testing for towing. But when the new engines came out from Ford and GM and their 10-speed automatics, mm -hmm. and this is a six-speed, those trucks are quicker off the line and more efficient. Now, isn't there an eight-speed version of this truck as well? Yes, with the Hemi. With the Hemi, yeah. got it. All right. And we love that power wagon, right? But oh, we've well. created our own diesel power wagon <laughs> this is as close as you can get in our book yes. to building your own power wagon with a big bad diesel uh the look the feel of the truck and another thing is that off-road it's proven to be very competent and in some ways 
I think it's a little easier to drive than some of those slightly more hyper feeling trucks that we recently had, right? Because yeah. it's just the, the, the low end torque, it just lobs away, easy enough to get over obstacles. It's just an easy truck to get along with in almost every type of terrain. All right, so before we switch gears and maybe go inside a little bit, uh -huh. uh, let's do the positive and negatives once again of the powertrain. Okay. Just to summarize, right? If you want to win drag races, don't not buy this truck. No, this is the slowest, by far. Um, if you want to tow with confidence, buy this truck. Yeah. Because um, it's not just about acceleration, it's also downhill performance. Mm -hmm. Like I said, zero brake applications. And also the exhaust brake is wonderful on this. Yeah. It has two settings, automatic or full on. If you want to tow trailers, this is a really great machine. Yeah. And you know what I've seen a lot of, uh, at least here in Colorado, a lot of hot shots, guys who are towing for a living, driving these. A lot of them. Yeah, a lot of the dualies you see mm -hmm. on the road are Cummins powered. Yep, that's right. But should we talk about Cummins? Yes, yes, because there's a huge elephant in the room aside from me. <sighs> Recall and fines <coughs> with the Cummins that we talked about recently on all of most of our channels. Uh, it's a confusing thing. Yeah. So Cummins paid a big fine to the U.S. government both the EPA and also California Resources Board, right? Upwards of almost $2 billion, billion altogether. Mm -hmm. And everybody was worried, is it gonna affect my truck? Is my truck gonna be reprogrammed? Is it gonna be changed? Is it gonna be slower? Is my def, will my def usage go up? Will this and that and this and that? Well, we haven't really been affected by this. Yeah. I mean, Not yet. Uh, we've heard of some older trucks, you know, 2013 through 2018 Ram uh, Cummins trucks, 2500s and 3500s being retuned. And, uh, but a lot of those people retuned at the dealership, I mean, mm -hmm. because of the recall. But a lot of those owners are not reporting tremendous differences between what the truck was and what the truck is. So far. Yes. Now, here's a question. So Did we get our recall yet, our notice? No. Okay. This is a 2022 once again. Yes. So 2022s and 2023s are affected by this emissions fine and recall. But first of all, I checked the VIN at the EPA side or NHTSA side just this morning. All the recalls have been cleared on this. And we had a couple. Mm -hmm. um, so if you walk over here, just a second. Um, we had a recall on the dipstick for the transmission. Um, there was one uh, for that. We had a, that's the thing about with this truck. Um, even Alex also owns one of these, yeah. a different Ram Cummins, but a 2022. And we were talking yesterday and he said, gosh, there's a lot of notices for recalls. So um, even though they're taken care of in due time, but it just doesn't make you feel great. Alex has also had some mechanical problems with, with his, his depth system. Right. Yeah. We haven't had that problem. No. And I think we've put on even more mileage. So it's, you know, so it's, it's hard to predict. It's give and take. I mean, you may have a system that's maybe wasn't built com completely uh, right. Uh, but look, this truck has never given us any errors, never let us strand it or anything like that. Well, let's continue the conversation inside the truck. As we get into the truck, I wanted to show you a couple things, uh, all from WeatherTech, and that's including these little components here that go on the outside of windows. Actually, they work pretty good when you lower the window, you don't get as much air blowing in there. But also, we have a air and slash bug deflector on the hood, 
And we have these cool little floor mats too. Yeah, it just kind of rounds out the, the entire truck. You know, we wanted to make it a little bit more unique and also useful. And the floor mats came in useful many times. How many times have we gotten in here with absolutely muddy, caked on? Oh, you may want to move the seat because I moved it forward. Sorry about that. Well, we got to make sure our cameraman has leg room. Okay. All right, so let's uh, fire up. By the way, Blaze is a TFL dog. He's a Burmese. Which you could see here, there's some Burmese. There's a Burmese, some Burmese, some Burmese. Burmese mountain dog uh, hair uh, throughout. <laughs> that certainly doesn't come from Roman. All right, so let's go for a quick drive. Also, maybe we can descend it to Andre's pit, which is our off-road, one of our lighter off-road obstacles. Yeah, we can't go into Nathan's crack. It's far too... Uh, it, it, it's uh, snowed in. It's, it's snowed in. It's an icy crack. Oh, wow. I did not aim, by the way, I have nothing to do with the naming of that. No. He has nothing to do with the naming of his either. No, it's Roman, our, <laughs> our, our CEO. Yeah. Um, our fearless leader, thinking that would be funny, which apparently it is to some people. All right. A um, couple things I wanted to mention about the interior. Now, although the seats are not the leather high, high end, they are heated, which is huge. And also the steering wheel is heated. Now, and I think that's on this package, right? Yeah. Do you want to check, actually, if we have a Monroni in there? We might. Um, it's like a very large and very ripped piece of paper. Um, and this is another potential negative of this truck, is that you mentioned we couldn't find the tradesman, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we found this truck at Johnson Auto Plaza, which is our friendly... Oh, my, what did Roman do to this Monroni? Looks like he ate off it. Um, or he ate it. Or maybe Blaze did this. <laughs> Blame the dog. Uh, this truck is, was a little pricey when we first um, purchased it. Let me show you the price. I'm, I apologize for slightly bent. So for those of you who are listening, that's $68,840. That's a lot uh, of dough. We were aiming for something in the 50s, if I recall. Yeah. That's so, what we were hoping to get with the tradesman. But now... Two years later, you would be lucky to find a truck for this much. Seriously? Yes. Well, remember, we did that podcast not that long ago where we were at the dealer lot. Yes. And we saw plenty of the trucks exactly like this one in terms of the, um, the big horn package that they had. And they were astronomically priced. Yes. Yeah, so this truck, uh, Crew Cap 4x4, starts at 50640 mm. before destination. Right. But the Cummins cost 9495 and it's typical. Yeah. Um, actually, a high output power stroke costs twelve thousand five hundred bucks. Okay. So, also night edition is here at two nine nine five. We also have um, heated seats, like you said, for four forty five, which is a great purchase. Um, and this truck was spec'd by the dealer, so this spec is kind of like what most people buy. Especially here in Colorado, you would get your cold weather package. You would get, you know. A heated steering wheel if you could and a heated seat yeah that all makes sense all right so now we alluded to an issue that we noticed in moab which was a little bit of a i want to say front driveline noise mm -hmm. um so let me see i don't know if i'll be able to reproduce it let me open the window really quick yep and i need to go to four-wheel drive so let me swap over in four-wheel drive i'll do high four high Yep. You can kind of hear. The, I love being able to hear that engage. And that's the thing about this truck. You could hear the engine. Mm -hmm. The engine is sound is pleasing. You could hear the exhaust brake when it comes on. Everything is proper. I would rather have a manual 
like a lever to pull it Bunk into. junk like a power wagon. Yeah. Because that's manly. But you do at least have a uh, proper uh, gear lever here as opposed to a dial. I'm not a big fan of dials. All right. So, um, once again, for those of you who are listening, Andre is driving like a babushka. But slowly, we are going to, that means grandmother, uh, we are going to get up and go, and we're going to head down the hill. It's a beautiful day in Colorado, even though technically it's still winter. We're right on the edge of spring. Uh, it's what, about 55 degrees? 60 uh, degrees? Well, it's, it's, the temperatures are rising. Yeah. Not because this podcast is hot, but because the sun is out and the skies are clear. Yeah, it's a beautiful day here. Um, and so we have a nice, comfortable day, but because of that, there may be a lot of snow melt uh, in little corners and crevices of our off-road course. So keep that in mind. Uh, that may affect what we're about to do. Well, the reason I was, I was driving like a babushka it was because I was trying to listen when I was turning. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to listen for the little tick, tick, tick. I, I think what's happening after we've lifted this truck and we've put, I don't know how many miles, 10,000 miles Easily. on it. Um, or, and then we bashed it off-road in Moab. Mm-hmm. There's something where they like the drive line may have a slight like tick when you turn. Yeah, is it only one direction though that it comes in, or is it both directions when you turn? I can't reproduce it, but maybe we can reproduce yeah, well, it over there. I think we might. It, it might help if we're also, um, you know, a little bit articulated, articulated huh? and flexing a little bit. I think that might actually help. By the way, I'm increasing speed, and. Suspension is wonderful, isn't it? It's a really good setup. Can you believe it? We actually modified a truck. And didn't screw it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So many times we've made poor choices. And by the way, I wanted to address something as you're positioning us. Um, Some of you guys out there have made comments about, why don't you guys uh, do this on your own? A lot of the modifications that we do could be, in theory, done in our shop or done by some of our guys. And sometimes we do, but for the most part, one of the reasons why we don't, and yes, we would save money by doing it, is because time. We just yeah. simply don't have the time to take something like this, spend three or four weeks on each thing that we're doing, and take it off and do it. It would be so much easier, and it is so much easier going to the experts, getting it done right the first time, and getting it done quickly. Yeah, exactly, because we do want to make videos. So our main business is actually publishing videos and podcasts for you guys. Yeah. And we we don't branch every day. I mean, I wish we did. Yeah. Um, but we are not, you know, fast pros. No, and, and we're none of us are uh, certified mechanics. Um, I was a mechanic. That's it. Yeah. Um, camera guy, do you want to go out just for a second? Here, you want to take my mic? Now that happens only in four, when the four-wheel drive is engaged. Mm-hmm. So now, if you're going straight, does it happen? No. Okay, so it has something to do with with how the suspension is kind of bound up, right? right. Or the axle, how the axle is um, positioned. But it doesn't seem to slow the movement of the wheels. No. Um, it doesn't seem to slow there we down. Go. Well, first of all, slow down the truck at all. No. Um, so let us know. Uh, a lot of you guys are experts, right? Mechanics. Yeah. So if you guys have an idea, and this did not happen when we modified the truck. Mm. This happened Much many, later. many, many miles later when we were in Moab and we were using this truck really heavily. That was the first time we noticed it. And it only happens when we're in four-wheel drive 
and when we're turning and actually wheel. turning and also articulation kind of makes it a little bit worse i think so uh, right yeah. Um, so we think it's binding up somehow, but we want your uh, expert opinions on that. Okay. Um, hopefully you were able to hear it, but what's going to happen in post is our illustrious, wonderful cameraman, Cole, um, who's also an editor, he's going to boost up that volume a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, he's smiling. So hopefully you'll be able to hear that clicking noise. Well, especially if you're nice to him, he, he will do it. I'm always nice to him. Okay. You're the one who's telling him he's short. Uh, I never <laughs> said that. Yes, you did at the hood. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, how about we do a little bit of off-roading? Yeah, Cole, do you want to jump in? All right, so dude, I just put ours in four low mm -hmm. because we are going to descend into our off-road obstacle. Honestly, it's not needed. I don't think it's no. needed, but it's, yeah, I, you're just being extra safe. No, no. We have it, you know, to use. Yeah, but also I wanted just to crawl. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to show the crawling ability, even though it's not the best crawler. No, it's not. You're right. I, we've had better crawlers. <laughs> We actually tested this. Remember how we did the slowest drag race in Moab? Yeah. And, and this was the fastest not, truck. Yeah, it, it zoomed up, which off-road, going slowly is actually beneficial, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, instead of going well, super it's fast. It's all about gear reduction, how it all works, but yeah. uh, it's still more than adequate. Well, it's not a power wagon. I mean, if you really uh -huh. want a true geared down machine, you need to get the power wagon. Although they don't make them with a diesel. No, they don't. But they do make the Ram Rebel Heavy Duty, which you've driven off-road. Yes, yes, they do have that with a diesel. But I have a couple of, eh, I'm not super, a super fan of what they've done because they put 20s on that truck. I don't get that. And, and, and they said other wheels may be coming, but they're not here yet. Not here, yeah, I know. All right, so I'm in Lava Lane. So Lava Lane is really loose kind of shale, I would say. Yeah. And it's kind of off-camber. Uh, so I wanted to see if we can just crawl up there. And it's also recently been soaked with an awful lot of uh, moisture. Yes. So it's an interesting mix. And also, if we have clearance problems, we'll know this. Nothing. Nah. No rubbing. I'm not worried. No rubbing. I'm getting a little bit more, just a touch of throttle, but I'm crawling at two miles per hour, and this truck is just a pussycat. Yeah. She just doesn't care. Never now, broke traction, actually. Now, I know you guys are like, all right, so you're, you're, you're a bunch of Ram fanboys. And, and yes, to a certain degree, we are. I mean, when, when a truck performs well, it performs well. However, we know for a fact that General Motors currently builds an absolutely outstanding but extremely expensive uh, off-road heavy-duty pickup truck that we just recently had. And that yeah. was the um, GMC 2500. By the way, that pop you heard, we're on the logs now. We're in the logs, yeah. Uh, that was not the driveline exploding. <laughs> it was a... That's all. I'm not going to say anything else about that. Okay. Um, but um, that particular vehicle was... Uh, that was the AT4X AED. AV edition. And that thing was a beast. And yes. it, it was just fantastic. So we you know, acknowledged that one. And, of course, Ford with their Tremor. I mean, it's... Yeah nearly unstoppable and tremor is also available on multiple different trim levels so if you want a luxurious tremor you can get that or right. if you want a little bit of simpler tremor but all of those trucks have something in common is high price and we mentioned yep. the starting price of this truck when we picked it up at the 50 dealer, grand right which no no but 68 oh yeah no, no, when we left the dealership right yeah but we've added twenty-five thousand or thirty thousand dollars of components easily yeah yeah so we're approaching the prices of those 84 x's or those tremors, those luxurious tremors. Exactly, and and that's always the question that people have to ask is whether or not if they're going to go that far, 
are they going to start with a, you know, a clean slate and then go work their way up, or are they going to buy it from the factory? And there's, there's pros and cons to both. Yeah. By the way, I, I apologize that I sent us on the log. I'm curious to why you're doing this. Well, because it's hard to film and hard to talk when you're bouncing. <laughs> and we're not bouncing There's on a the bee next to your hand. Okay. Hello, little bee. Uh, by the way, we have tumbleweed bees. Um, those, these bees are actually... Producing uh, honey. Producing honey for us. We have hives. Uh-huh. And... Beehives. Actually, we have beehives. I should... Beehives. So just, I, in but, case people are, you know. Yeah, yeah, because it, some of them are just listening, not watching. Yeah, right. Um, and also, um, remember when Roman announced that we're getting honey? Yeah. And then it disappeared? Where did the honey go? Roman took all the honey. What? Well, he's going to give it to Tommy. Tommy's about to get married. <laughs> Is he going to receive 10 pounds of honey as his gift? Imagine that. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm not, not going to go anywhere else I'll, with that. No, I'll have to ask uh, Roman where the honey went. Yeah, that's a good question. Because I, I well, we're know. not Clarkson's Rancher crying out loud. It's not like we're going to sit there and prop. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we're not going to be doing anything with that. Although, it would be kind of cool to have TFL honey. Well, it's called tumbleweed honey. Oh, tum that's even better. Tumbleweed honey. Now, we just went through holes. <laughs> that and was trenches. That. And yeah. trenches. And uh, yeah, none of that's an issue. No. So bottom line with this truck is that its overall capability is absolutely excellent. There are a few issues. We've already addressed those. I really hope that our problem with that binding sound is a minor issue, but I, it may not be. You know, it's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. When you're buying an 84X AEV 135s, you know, the tires it comes with, They've tested it all over the globe or maybe yep. all over the country and they put it through a rigorous, you know, battery of tests. We kind of made this truck ourselves. We chose the tires ourselves. We chose some of the suspension components. Yeah. So we did, we, 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 we don't have all of the testing under We're our We're not as smart as those guys. Well, they also have giant computers and giant, giant brains and giant budgets. <laughs> Those we don't things have too. those things. None of those things, frankly. Um, you know what happened, by the way? We were, when we went to Moab with that AT4X, just recently, we pulled up, and at the entrance was another guy with an identical AT4X, but his was lifted, so he had the leveling kit up front, oh, and he yeah. had larger tires. Those are the two things he it's did. It's never enough. It's never it? enough. No. Exactly. That's exactly, my friend, exactly how you should put it. Jeez, jeez. Anyways, so overall, our, our ownership, and... The big reason why we still have this truck is been positive. Yeah. Right? Yes, we mentioned recalls. We mentioned puzzling things with government fines. We mentioned some of the negatives, right? Right. But I don't know if we'll ever sell this truck now. I got to tell you that right now holding on to it seems like a more logical thing to me. And the, eventually we're going to have to. I yeah. mean, and Roman will get bored with it. Roman gets bored easily. But uh, the other side of it is this truck is doing everything we want it to do and then some and it's needed it's just still needed right yeah because we're still towing trailers um still comparing it to other trucks um but as soon as something else interesting comes out let's say the next ram heavy duty that's sort of where I, my head is then we'll have to trade this because we need money from this truck to put it into the next truck right so that would be one of the reasons to get rid of this but as far as i'm concerned unless that new ram really blows me away I'm pretty happy with where we are with this one. Yeah, and it's funny, right? Because I would have said, oh, I can hear that now too, mm -hmm. turning. Um, I would have, because I love power. 
you love power I too. I love power. And I think both of us agree that even though this truck is not the quickest, it's still a solid work truck. Yeah. I think it's, it's an outstanding truck. It, yes, there are limitations. And yes, it's getting a little long in the tooth. Look, when you hop out of one of these and you hop into the new Super Duty, the Super Duty is a dragster. It practically does yeah. wheelies by comparison. Yeah. And more efficient too. It is. So it doesn't sacrifice efficiency for performance. No, no. And this, yeah. So that's, there's so many questions we have with the next generation Ram Heavy Duty, right? I mean, there's yeah. so many questions. And I'm hoping that they'll address a lot of these and not just simply put lipstick on the former vehicle. I was going to say something else, but I don't want to say that. Okay. It would have been wrong. Yes. Because I don't, I, I don't think negatively this thing at all. And I agree with you. And also 2024, this year, is going to be really the year of the Ram truck. Because just look at this. Um, should we finish outside? Sure. And let's review. Ouch, my head. This is really the year of the Ram truck for a couple reasons. First of all, we just drove the new 2025 Ram 1500s, right? Yeah. Uh, it was a brief first test, and I've asked Ram to uh, maybe provide one or two trucks to us to do additional testing, like iGauntlets and off-road testing. Mm -hmm. um, then in April or May of this year, the new high-performance RHO, straight-six turbo, is coming out. High-performance truck. We don't, still don't know a lot, of, a lot about it. And then at the end of this year, something with the heavy-duty. Something with a heavy duty, but we have didn't say nothing what. official. Yeah, they didn't say exactly what, but they said some heavy duty news are coming. So really, that's a lot going on in one year, and they need that to do that because their sales were a little bit slumping, yes. and they need to pick it up, and they need to inject, inject excitement into it. Well, especially considering the fact that every single brand, with the exception of maybe Nissan, has brought out something brand new recently, or heavily revised and ram hasn't so now is their time and and as you've already said you have those videos out there by the way andre covered more uh 1500 trucks than anybody else out there by huge margin. you actually you just killed it at Thank that you. event are you just saying that because we're friends no because i was hoping you'd buy me lunch later I will do that. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, guys. Hey, thank you very much for joining us. Let us know what you think below, especially about some of the mechanical issues that we're having. But in addition, what would you do with this truck if you held on to it for another year, let's say? Would you continue and maybe add more stuff to it or take stuff off it? Let us know. All right. Thanks for joining us. And once again, oldtfl.com is one place where you can see all our TFL news and videos in one place. Oldtfl.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.